Hey folks, this is Russ. Just wanted to come in here at the beginning and say that because of the current events nature of this film, Zach and I end up having a lot of political digressions. We've never heard from anybody listening to this show that that's a problem, but if you don't want to hear us talking about uh, the, the recent U.S. foreign policy and some of our opinions on it, you can either skip forward to about the eight-minute mark where we talk about the misuse of the term wag the dog as it pertains to the movie versus how it's in common parlance or you can skip forward to 19 minutes and 30 seconds where we start just breaking down the plot of the movie and go into what is much less uh, current events focused and much less political thanks art comedy pop culture and much more you're listening to acpn Emerald City Video, this is Russ. Do you have that one with that guy who was in that movie that was out last year? <sighs> Hello and welcome to the Emerald City Video Podcast. I'm your host, Russ Burlingame, and this is Zach Roberts. Hello! And uh, this is not an episode of the New Release Wall, even though we are indeed in the Wegmans parking lot again. <laughs> it's just how we live our lives, folks. <laughs> just going from Wegmans to Wegmans. That's how us, we, we uh, actually forage for survival in upstate New York. Is... It's like the weirdest, <laughs> shittiest version of the Kung Fu series that you've ever heard. Uh, so we're going to talk about Kung Fu now. Uh, we're talking about somebody who's much older than, than Kung Fu, which is Dustin Hoffman, yes. um, in, in Wag the Dog. Yes. Uh, this is one of those things that uh, I actually I, – I had I had this idea that this year I want to watch stuff that doesn't have a news hook, isn't connected to my day job, that is just like we're watching for us yeah. and then talk about it on the show just like because I, that's what I do. Yeah. And that's specifically not this. <laughs> no. <laughs> I mean, the funny thing is this yeah, totally yeah. could have qualified oh, yeah, in yeah. the sense that, like, it's a movie I liked when it came out yeah. that I haven't seen probably literally in 20 years. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, the thing that actually motivated me to pick up this movie again was <laughs> the uh, attack, the assassination of the, you know, of Soleimani, the, yeah. the Iranian guy, uh, who's, I can never remember his job title. But in any event, <clears throat> uh, the... Uh, the number one terrorist in the world, according to uh, yeah, yeah. Donald Trump, uh, you know, desperately trying to uh, have the same level of swagger that Obama yeah. had when he murdered when he murdered uh, Osama bin Laden. You know, the personally, funny, no. the funny thing of it is, I, I just I have a really hard time. This is off topic already, but I I have a really hard time believing that Trump knew what he was doing, like that he understood the magnitude of it, because I feel like if he did, and this isn't even like a he's dumb, like which yeah. he is, but that's not what I'm saying here. What I'm saying is like we know his we know how he operates. If he understood the scope of what he was doing, yeah. it would not have come out in news stories three hours later. Yeah. He would have been tweeting about it the minute it happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so to me I'm tweeting. like Yeah. <laughs> I, like, I think the that the drone is currently above this guy's head. Yeah, right. <laughs> the bomb is currently dropping. Oh he ran away because he was following me on Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But like the, that, it's just that weird thing to me where like, when the news broke, I was like, my first reaction, and this is not even as like somebody who doesn't like Trump, because I, but I, I don't, but like, just based on the way things leaked out, I was yeah. just like, shit, did we just do this on accident? Yeah. Uh, 
And I don't think it was on accident because obviously the military guys have told the New York Times that they presented it as an option. Yeah. But I do think that, like, he didn't know – like, not that he didn't know what he was doing, but yeah. he didn't know what he was doing. I, I mean, the um, chances that he actually knew who the hell somebody yeah, was exactly. is, is not not a chance. Not yeah. a chance in hell. <laughs> unless, the, unless the military guys put in the folder, like, oh, yeah, this is that time he insulted you. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. Here's a screenshot of his Twitter. But, uh, so anyway, Wag the Dog came up almost immediately, uh, because obviously we're in the middle of an impeachment trial, and, uh, the public approval of Trump has been low. And it's funny because Trump's approval ratings have stayed very solid. Like, yeah. not that they're impressive, but they've been very solid. Like, yeah. his, his base has not yeah, eroded. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so even though his, his approval ratings have been consistently in the 30% range... Uh, they haven't gone down demonstrably yeah. uh, until fairly recently he started losing a few points mm-hmm. because of the fact that he was handling the impeachment so bad. Like, I don't even think it was the impeachment charges. I think it was the fact that, like, yeah. he and the Republicans have been mishandling it so terribly oh, yeah. uh, that people are starting to see the strings a little <laughs> you mean, bit. You mean, like, threatening witnesses? And yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> well, basically I, threatening to murder the whistleblower. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. And I do think, too, that the uh, – uh, I think that the thing that really hurt him more than uh, – ironically, because Trump constantly self-sabotages, but yep. I think that the thing that probably hurt him more than anything else was that McConnell interview where McConnell just came out and said on live television that Weird. he had no intention of actually, like, doing his job and yeah. making the trial yeah. a – like, a, a rational process. Yeah. And I feel like I, I started to hear some of the middle of the road people who had been who had bought into this idea that like the the impeachment was a partisan yeah. like whatever, uh, and and some of those people started to be like, oh, oh well, you said the the quiet part yeah exactly why you, did you do that <laughs> exactly exactly like. I, I needed cover to continue supporting you, and that now that the cover's gone, I don't know what to do. Um, but in any event, uh, so with uh, an impeachment looming, an election coming up, and uh, his polls finally starting to sag for the first time a little bit, yeah. uh, Trump like has somebody assassinated that is basically guaranteed to start at least one and probably something like three wars. Yeah. Because, I mean, like... It, well, if nothing else, like, move... Like, I don't necessarily believe uh, that... Like, and not because... For lack of trying, but, mm-hmm. like, the fact that Iran Iran has... Has actually put up with all of the things that... I mean, look, at they've done bad things. Mm-hmm. But, like, they've put up with the, like, ridiculous insanity at which we've been threatening just an- annihilation... Like yeah. bipartisan annihilation of Iran for like the last twenty years, like more than twenty years, I mean, but like really, very specifically, really like, since Reagan. But yeah, it's but very you had you had a presidential candidate singing "Bomb, bomb, 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 Iran." That's right. Like yeah. that was, and that's the reasonable and quote unquote, you know, yeah. uh, maverick um, anti-war guy because he's seen war yeah. and doesn't want to. And like the idea, like anyone who's read ten seconds of history. Um, and knows <laughs> that, to be like, soldiers ah, don't want more war. <laughs> well, never, never mind all that. But like the fact that like I, I, a war with Iran is going to be a really bad thing. Yeah. Like a war anywhere is a bad thing. But like you read the 10 seconds of history of the, uh, yeah. you know, Ar- Iran Iraq war and be like, oh, they, they, 
they put up with a lot and did a lot. Like, yeah, oh, okay, but, uh, this is not going to be, I don't know what, like what the comparison is France or something. I don't they're know, like, a geographically large yeah. region <laughs> of relative stability. Because yeah. obviously, like, the whole region is volatile, but, like, Iran has been run by the same people yeah. for so long that there's some semblance of sanity there. Yeah. Uh, and that's not to say they're good people, but it, like, it, the, the lead, the, it is a the functional nation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. And, and so I think that the biggest thing is that any substantial war with Iran yeah. by us or anybody else yeah. uh, may collapse the regime. I don't know. But in any event, it will definitely cause some... Uh, splintering and, along yeah. ethnic lines and things, which, and it'll suddenly destabilize this entire gigantic area. Yeah, which which is interesting because like, and to actually bring this back to back <laughs> the dog, like dog. Um, <laughs> twenty minutes into oh, only yeah. seven wow, it's only seven minutes, but um, the fact that like I I hadn't I hadn't watched Wag the Dog since. I don't know what the Bush era. Yeah, like, I, and, I I don't think I've ever. I think I saw it in theaters, and that was it. Yeah. Honestly, I mean, I've seen it. I've seen it a couple times since then, um, but not it. Not since Obama was elected. Yeah. Um, I don't even think I've seen like a like a clip of it or something like yeah. that. Like it's just like okay, this is what I remember. And there's like certain things where like okay, minor spoilers like about yeah. the very minor spoilers about the plot, but like. I distinctly, especially the way that people talk about Wag the Dog, it's like, oh, yeah. well, they're doing a Wag the Dog, and I go, well, actually, like, if you watch, and I actually love when I say, well, actually, yeah. um, but, <laughs> well, actually, I gotta emphasize that, A-A-K, yeah. um, S-U-H, <laughs> uh, but, is the fact that no war was actually started, like, yeah. they didn't actually do anything, and that was, the, that's, to me, like, I, I did a tweet about this, and it was just like, that's, to me, the distinct difference, I mean, like, where, like, you know what, if Trump, which I actually wouldn't be surprised if Trump would try to pull it off if he think he, yeah. I mean, he could actually, in this media state, he could probably oh, yeah. pull it off to the necessity that, to the, to the point that he needed, needs to do, which is his supporters would believe that there's a war yeah. or believe that there's a threat sort of thing. I mean, Bush did more wagging the dog than, even though he did actually start wars and did do things with the uh, color-coded charts and everything yeah, like that, the yeah. continual imaginary threats that were almost always proven not to actually be threats but mm. just oh shit some news story is going to come out on a Thursday we better drop this thing yeah um and the fact that like he actually did do a targeted assassination uh which highly fucking goddamn illegal and and everything across the board what didn't you know warn congress he warned the guests at mar-a-lago knew more yeah. about that than congress did but the fact that like the film Wag the Dog is in no way, shape, and form the way that it is used in common parlance. Yeah. It's kind of yeah. hilarious. Like, it's this vague idea because it's like, no one dies, if I remember correctly. Well, one person dies, uh, but not two, in war. Two, technically. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. But, yeah. But, yeah. But, like, no one dies in this imaginary war. And they specifically pick a, you know, a peaceful country um, with, yeah. you know, and I think it's just, like, obviously, at the... At the time the film came out and what was going on, like picking Albania actually kind of made sense because right. it was a country in a region that had been under war for a, for quite a long time, mm -hmm. um, for, you know, in the scale of long yeah. times with it wars, um, and, but had nothing really to do with it. Um, yeah. in so much as like some people stayed, you know, but like, yeah, so well, like, I mean, they, they, in, 
in the context of the film, they refer to it as like a, a long-time terrorist staging yeah. ground or something, <laughs> which is exactly what you call countries yeah. that have gone out of their way to not get involved, exactly. yeah, yeah. but that don't actively... <laughs> I mean, you should call it Switzerland that in yeah. World War II. Then. But um, but the but even Albania, the fact that it's next to Bosnia and other things like that, it's geographically... Like, people who think that they know enough information about things, it would be get mixed into their idea of, yes, okay. Like, yeah. if you just literally go, well, there's some horrible dictator in something something stan yeah uh most people i think would go just let it pass by it's yeah. like the agrabah like that poll did you see you yeah seen that? yeah where the... people imagine that you know or they asked uh, gop uh or conservative i think it was just conservatives or i don't think it was technically republicans um about whether or not they want they would bomb agrabah and like 40 some crazy yeah, amount, 40%, 30 or 40 percent said yes they would and it's like uh, well, it's, yeah <laughs> which to, to clarify because i wouldn't have known if i hadn't seen this headline already that's the fictional country from aladdin yeah 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 uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's the way that it makes Aladdin not a total racist shithole, support, according to <laughs> uh, according to uh, Disney, I assume, by yeah. making it an imaginary country, not a uh, thing. Um, do we want to jump inside, or do we? Yeah, we're pause? gonna we're gonna pause. Yep. <laughs> I'm John Galbo, co-host of Adventure Club Podcast, one of the flagship shows of ACPN. Each week, we're joined by guests from all walks of life, from celebrities to comedians to web geeks of all trades and beyond. Each episode is jam-packed with popular culture goodness sprinkled with some old-fashioned comedy and all-around geekdom. Come join us and share in all the adventures. All right, I said it. Give me my 20 bucks. Adventure Club Podcast, new episodes only on ACPN. And we're back, even though we wouldn't have gone anywhere for you guys. Yes. Uh... So I was but, talking about Agrabah. Yeah, we talked about uh, yeah, I was talking about polling. But the fact is that they picked a um, – apologies if I'm repeating myself a little bit. Uh, but they, you know, they picked um, uh, Albania, a you know known country that is near that near a war that was going on re- within the recent past. It's yeah. like that's the level of like okay, most of before the internet when people could just literally go you know yeah. type in a thing and realize that it's wrong or not true or. Or just like, why is no one on the ground tweeting about a war that's going on? Yeah, like, what's yeah. going on? Um, and then, um, you know, and and making it like, you know, the su- a suitcase bomb and, and, yeah. and things like that. It's just, it's, uh, <laughs> it's, it's funny. There's a lot of things that are in this movie that uh, I'm sure this movie didn't originate them per se. Yeah. But it was the first time I became aware of this trope. Uh, the suitcase bomb was one of them. Yeah. I know it didn't originate here because that one definitely is. But like the the idea of a crisis actor, yeah. uh, like I feel like that is something that this movie is probably at least largely responsible for. Yeah, um, uh, good or bad. Yeah, I think yeah. more bad than more good. bad than good <laughs> by, <laughs> but, by a long yeah. shot. Like uh, I think I, one of the things about the idea of crisis actors is if if true, it will get found out. Not even in the long term, in like yeah. the the short to medium term. Yeah, and so I feel like the vilification of that notion and the, and the way that people overreact like first of all i think they're incredibly rare to non-existent secondly mm-hmm. i think that like the only people who get mileage out of it are terrible people mm-hmm. who want to harass the victims of crimes and then yeah. feel good about it yeah yeah um but yeah so but that's that's a thing that like i in this movie 
saw. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's that's one of the pro- that was one of the things and why like I think using the term so widely and, and yeah. whatever it's it's in the in the big scale of things and on terribleness it's it's it doesn't do it that much damage. Yeah. But it's just kind of like okay, well they're not really wagging the dog because people are actually fucking dying. Yeah. Like this is the difference. Like obviously again spoilers. Um, the fact that like. Yes, the uh, old shoe does die yeah. in, in this film, but it is not from war. No one dies from war. And in fact, just no one even goes to Albania. Yeah. They're just goddamn perplexed. Um, <laughs> like Basically, like, what is this? is not a thing that's happening. Um, yeah. and, and it's kind of funny because, like, at the time when you don't have um, – when you don't have like the international, obviously you had CNN, but you don't yeah. have like the international media within America or just, I mean, we don't have really international media in America, but we have people who can report from there. Right. Like the way our, you know, basically because of technology and Skype yeah. and everything like that, it's easier to report from wherever in a second you can pull up somebody, you know, yeah. like everyone, someone will be reporting from a country that something yeah. is happening in English now, yeah. no matter what. And so it's just like, no matter what country it is, we don't even need to find a translator usually to pull up yeah, a YouTube, exactly. either a YouTube video <laughs> or a Twitter video or something like that. But like, it's, it's interesting because it's like, I'd be uh, not only, not only like it's a distinct difference from what, what Wag the Dog actually does and what, you know, Bush, Bush did or, or uh, Clinton did, you know, right. uh, uh, when the impeachment trial, ha- his impeachment when they trial were being accused of wagging the dog, yeah, it's yeah. a whole different. Yeah. Yeah. And. And I get it. It's a con. It's a concept. It's a. It's a thing or whatever. But but the fact is that like, um, I think that it gives a. It gives a distraction to the, um, the significance that people are dying yeah. and often and usually not just like as far as I can tell with this, it's just it was because of where he was. Um, right. it was a targeted strike in the fact in in so much as. Only people who were actually like allied with him or with him right. died. Um, so if even if it wasn't just him who died, who was a garbage person, yeah. um, it doesn't. The people around him also. It wasn't like women and children died like right, it was yeah. even. I think if I remember yeah, correctly, it's like what they in were the, doing in the scheme of American war crimes, this is yeah. actually fairly mild. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, the 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 larger scale of what may fall out of it yeah, is yeah. is gonna is potentially a thing, especially considering we have Iran dropping out of the uh, nuclear agreement yeah. completely now. So the rest of Europe and everyone else is like, ah, fuck, we were trying to hold it together. Yeah. Um, but it, the fact that like you know the fact that like a stupid little thing like this that wasn't necessary i mean again maybe it was but the problem is is we'll never fucking know because transparency and government kind of went out the wayside yeah and, um and never also, i mean it, it was never a thing but i mean like i feel like obama at least would have come out with a justification on why he did it right I and mean, he even came out with a justification and talked briefly about why he murdered a 15 year old kid um yeah. even though it was you know bullshit and completely wrong but at least right. unlike but it was here we're never going to have the defense uh defense you know press secretary be like okay well Here's the here's the people that died. Here's yeah. their names. Here's what here's the specific plans. Here's the you know yeah things. exactly because whatever uh, whether or not it actually is because of intel uh, you know keeping that secret or mm. or whether it's just because well we didn't have anything we know this guy's a quote unquote bad guy so we're gonna fucking murder him yeah and that's what we do because it's gonna even though all of the MAGA you know the MAGA crowd literally if you put a photo of him up ninety nine point nine percent of them would have literally no idea who this yeah. guy is. 
um, or what his importance was. Even if you mentioned that he had, you know, potentially had connections to Hezbollah yeah. and like that. Now, if you mentioned he had connections to um, uh, the uh, uh, Ivanka Trump's uh, businesses, <laughs> uh, that might be something that actually might surprise them. But <laughs> but anyway, but because she, that he did. His, yeah. His front yeah. business had, anyway. Um, but within the concept of the film, uh, it's just something I really wanted to, I wanted yeah, to focus on. Yeah, kind of get that yeah. out of front. Um, to the, on that note, because we kind of jumped right into the, the current events mm-hmm. portion of this <laughs> and kind of why everybody was talking about it. Yeah. Uh, the conceit of Wag the Dog, for anybody who hasn't seen it or hasn't seen it in 20 years like me, uh, is that a, a president who is, I think it's 11 days away from the election, yeah. uh, a sex scandal is about to break where uh, he's being accused of essentially raping a underage girl. Yeah, a firefly girl. A firefly? Yeah. A firefly girl. Yeah, yeah like fire. their, their fictionalized version of the Girl Scouts. Yeah, basically. I mean, they even make the joke and be like, a Girl Scout? No, a firefly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Which is basically probably because the only way that you can... You get, you always have that. You're like it's never a Girl Scout whenever no. they're whenever in a film. Because um, you got to pay except, for the license. Except, you know, well, except porn. Usually, yeah. I think they do that. But anyway, um, but um, uh, I shouldn't have said that. <laughs> <laughs> no, but um, but the the fact is that yeah. But yeah, so she it, in the outside of the in a, like a door outside of the Oval Office. Yeah, exactly. Like the, yeah, yeah. the the implication is that like the, the the old joke about JFK having the room behind the room that you yeah, can yeah. go and and have sex in that like that's real and that's where the president did this. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and I, I will say for the sake of like full transparency, uh, we're talking about like. Uh, ostensibly consensual but it's rape because she's underage yeah, and yeah. you don't have consensual sex with children yeah. uh so it's it, like when i say when i say rape without clarifying it sounds like it's a violent crime which is not what the the conversation is and it didn't come out immediately it came out you know later but in any event um so in order to distract from this he has like a fixer who goes to a hollywood producer and they invent a fake war uh, or even know. just conflict. I mean, yeah, it's like, yeah, it's as really... in like not a full blown war, no. because obviously that would be a thing, but just a a potential incident yeah. sort of thing. Yeah, there's like it's real. It's it, it, that's the one. That's one of the good things about this film yeah, is that nothing yeah. in the film is something that you're oh, they would get away with this. Yeah, and you're like oh, eleven days right before right before an election. Yeah, the uh, media is going to be like torn between three things yeah, anyway yeah, like they have Everybody's, to report on rumors yeah. because that's what the white house press corps does yeah um and that's it and yeah. especially back when you had you know only a handful of media sources right yeah. and and they did a good like they do a good job of kind of presenting how this thing would probably be seeded into the media which is feeding key phrases without context through back channels so that then like it's not that they come forward and say a thing happened in albania and we're sending troops it's that somebody asks about this non-existent rumor because they have heard the word mm-hmm. and it well, spirals hope, into yeah. a series of denials and then the denials become a story and the denial turns into a rumor. Yeah, yeah. And just uh, the love of like, well, I hope this doesn't distract – this doesn't distract from the B-3 bomber being yeah, released exactly. too early or something. And it's just like, what's the B-3 bomber? Well, I shouldn't have said anything. And it's, yeah. and it's you know, all that shit that, you know, obviously you can – where a journalist would completely yeah. fall for it. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. if you have trusted sources, if they, if you're one of your trusted sources oh, yeah. in entertainment would say, well, I hope that doesn't distract from my, my from the pilot pi- that I've got going from, from yeah, my pilot exactly. with Arnold Schwarzenegger that I have going, you'd be like, well, wait a minute. Yeah. Now I have to ask Arnold Schwarzenegger about this because I have to like, what yeah, the exactly. Fuck? Like, cause, yeah. like, cause you know, whoever said, said this thing and yeah. he's trustworthy. And, and it, so it's, it's interesting because it's like, it's basically them playing the media for dupes. Um, mm. But also, like, 
the way that the way that the re, quote unquote respected people within right. within government would would actually be would willingly play like play with the play with truth, which yeah. is the entire yeah. bit of this film. But yeah, uh, but so yeah, the the uh, the the producer Stanley Motz is played by uh, Dustin Hoffman. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can't remember the name Breen. I can't remember what Breen's first name is. Uh, that's uh, Robert De Niro. Uh, and he plays like an advisor to the president. Conrad is... Breen. Conrad Breen. That's right. Winifred Ames. That's right, because at some point somebody calls her Winnie. Yeah. Um... <laughs> Dennis Leary is literally Fad King. Yeah, Fad King. Which is that? That's the only way they refer to him throughout the whole movie. Um... Willie Nelson, um, who's again my favorite part. Of yeah, this just one. Willie Nelson um... is either himself or <laughs> he's Johnny Dean. A... Oh, okay, yeah, so he's yeah, but... a character indistinguishable from yeah, Willie Nelson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh... I, I will say I took notes on this because I actually like we didn't watch it in the theater and I actually had the opportunity to like sit down and, mm-hmm. and have a pen in my hand. Um, one of the things I really liked is that the president is never named. Yeah. Uh, so like the the president's reelection campaign, uh, which they you see a lot yeah, throughout the movie, this this idea that you don't change horses in midstream. and mm-hmm. But it's all reelect the president. Which there's a couple of things there. First of all, it makes it a little bit more all-purpose, mm-hmm. uh, obviously, because you can picture anybody you don't like in that role. Yeah. Uh, they don't have any clear indication of what party anybody is in this, I don't think. Yeah. Um, I think that a lot of people would assume that the president is a Democrat because the photo they show of the president with the Firefly Girl at the beginning is – just a lift and like light box recreation of the 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 photo taken of Bill Clinton and uh, Monica Lewinsky when she visited the White House before she was an intern. Yeah. Um, and then, but the other side of that is uh, towards the end of the movie when things are going really badly, Winifred breaks down and starts calling all the Hollywood people like uh, commie peacenik fuckers or whatever. And yeah, so yeah. it's easy to picture that as being a, a right wing response. Yeah. And so I think that like one of the things that's clever about the way that they handle pretty much everything mm-hmm. here is that they anonymize yeah. like they anonymize parties, they anonymize candidates. They, yeah, they, the, they never talk about like, well, I don't know how the uh, I don't know how the Republican chair will will do this. Yeah, like, exactly. Like or the or the, uh, you know, the Republicans in Congress will yeah. or, or the Democrats and, or they just talk in generalities. Almost yeah, always. yeah. And I think one of the things that's really smart is that uh, because it is 11 days before the election, Everything in terms of the opposition, I'm using air quotes, but everything that comes from the other side of the political aisle is filtered through the dean, the presidential candidate. Yeah. And so you don't talk about the Republicans. You talk about dean. Yeah. You don't talk about the Democrats. You talk about dean. You know. Um, so coach. Like, yeah, coach. <laughs> um, but uh, which it's, I, I, this is one of those movies where I uh, I really wanted to. Uh, I, I was really surprised by some of the people who were in it uh, mm-hmm. and some of the people who were involved in it. First of all, I forgot that David Mamet wrote this. Yeah. Um, and Barry Levinson, back when he was Barry Levinson. Yeah, exactly. As opposed to uh, Barry Levinson. And it's funny, Barry Levinson has like horn rim glasses uh, that he's worn for a long time. And so when I was first watching this as mm-hmm. like a 19-year-old or whatever it was when it came out, mm-hmm. I thought that Dustin Hoffman was like, a send up of Levinson, mm. like Levinson having fun with his own. 
but I, you know, later on you you come to real. No, this is he's very obviously Robert Evans. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. the the shyster and the tinted glasses and yeah. the big hair. The story, like, like the the obsession with like. No, you're listening to my story, right? This yeah, is a good story. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, no, I mean, like, just thanks to Kid Stays in the Picture and yeah, exactly. And then the the very weird cartoon, which I went back and watched it, and oh god, I oh forgot wow, about that. it was not good. Um, not, I mean, it was it was not in so much as it wasn't good in in. I mean, in technically, it was it was a weird because it was computer yeah. and it was this weird kind of combo of like flash animation, basically. Yeah. Um, but also like, wow, like crazy fucking racist. Like, oh, real racist. <laughs> not entirely surprising. Uh, but yeah, and 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 Breen, 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 is it Breen, Breen. or Breen? Conrad Breen. Breen. Uh, I, I don't know that he has a specific, like, persona. I, I think he's just, like, the fixer. Yeah, he, uh, he's I not, mean, like, playing Jimmy Carvel or anything. No, like he's not Carvel. He's not Carl Rove. Like, yeah. Because even... even like even they like the larger than life fixers of like then current political people yeah. like they had their own brand and their own personality yeah, and their own yeah, whatever yeah. uh breen is very much like he's almost a force of nature he's like he's basically yeah. a man in black yeah. which to go to another barry levinson uh, joint yeah uh which actually didn't i didn't really think about the fact that that like that's a fixation he had at this time as you know mm-hmm. and which again as a nation we were very into conspiracy theories and stuff around that time because x-files were, had just like, happened. a little bit more fun too yeah and they weren't yeah. like oh this conspiracy theory means like two hundred and fifty thousand people die in burma yeah um, <laughs> um but uh one of the things there's a couple of notes that i took on on the uh the electoral process, like the first three minutes of this movie when mm-hmm. we're, we're being introduced to the stakes and to the scandal and to the, uh, first of all, uh, they, they reference the fact that the, uh, the incumbent president is up by 17% mm-hmm. with 11 days before the election. Uh, and I do think like that's misleading of course, because like Clinton was up by something like 11% before the election, but all of her, like, it was because she was going to win the popular vote by 4%. Yeah. And like, you know, yeah. And they didn't count anyway, but but I can pause it. But again, I mean, it is, but it is, it's interesting because you had, um, you both had two, this in 2016, um, within the context, like within like 11 days beforehand, you had, um, obviously earlier than 11 days, you had the, uh, grabbing by the pussy um, thing. And then, no, but after that, then you had, um, uh, Comey going ahead and basically being like, we're reopening this investigation, right. which tan- like I've talked to, yeah, ton- I talked numbers. to tons of, of people that were like, well, that was the final straw. Like yeah. that day when I was out on the campaign trail, uh, covering rallies, like that week, like completely fucking changed everything. Yeah. Like if anybody can be blamed for that sort of thing dropping, but it, yeah. it is fascinating. It is interesting because it's like. The one one of the kind of unrealistic things I think mm-hmm. in the time period was like okay yes yeah, so he had a consensual affair with a with a what was she twenty uh, Monica oh I with, Ma- with Lewinsky was yeah Lewinsky was of age like that was oh a, yeah she absolutely that was, was a bit, was no, that was a big no difference question. too is I think but, I think Lewinsky was somewhere between twenty and twenty three yeah so I mean like she was just she was just she could have been employed there like it was just she was yeah. an intern later on you know so I mean it was a whole thing. Um, but, and that was like one of those, like, oh, well that, but if like the president raped a child, um, and, and like a child, not just someone really younger than him, right? like like, a fucking kid. In in the context of this, we don't, well, we do see the girl in that one shot and she's clearly like 
16, 17, 18. But, like, in the context of what we're told is that yeah. she's underage. Yeah, yeah. Well, she's still a Firefly girl, and you imply – that implies, like, in that, like, 15 range or yeah. something like that, they would still – I mean, to me, at least, uh, I don't think about – Okay, phrasing and don't no one yeah, take this out of context, yeah, yeah. but like when I think about a Girl Scout, I don't think about a eighteen year old kid. Right. Um, no, you know, but even I, though I know that technically like Boy Scouts can yeah. be or are eighteen and things like that too. Yeah, no, and but, I, I the only reason I'm like going like mm-hmm. well, I think she, I I would think seventeen is mm-hmm. is only because a we saw that picture of her and yeah. she looked older, but which again was, I think it was because they weren't paying attention to the story, they were paying attention to trying to re- recreate yeah, the Monica yeah, Lewinsky yeah, yeah, photo. Yeah, yeah. But secondly, um, just the idea that I. I feel like and i could be wrong i feel like a lot of the time when you have these like the the tours that come through a boy and girl scouts mm-hmm. it's like the oldest group like the eagle scouts and like the yeah. 18 year olds who are like basically about to go off to I, I mean i also go i mean i don't think that you can but we're also like, well no the but also the idea mm-hmm. that like if you had like a fucking 12 year old yeah and oh, clearly yeah. a 12 year old yeah. that you think like well there's no you don't you can't play fun with this with this as much. Yeah, exactly. It's still terrible, but like that it's a sixteen year old versus a twelve year old yeah, or exactly. seventeen whatever. But it's like, no, it's a twelve year old Oh my God, these people are horrible. That they're right. saying, oh, yeah. like they're horrible because they're do- what the things that, that they're doing are horrible. Yeah. But they're not like, you know, working for a guy that has been accused of twenty rapes. Right. Um, exactly. and no one no one in the media cares about it. Oh wait. Yeah. <laughs> um but my thing was that like seventy percent for an incumbent president, yeah. uh, I feel like in in the current climate that would be completely insurmountable. Yeah. Into, like no matter what happened, like our current climate is such that the the base is never going to abandon you. Mm-hmm. And so if you're up by seventeen percent, even if you lose eleven of that, yeah. like the the extra swing, like mm-hmm. it's it it feels to me like that's borderline impossible. To, which is just an interesting like side note yeah. because well, politics was different twenty years ago. Oh yeah, I'm all um, the idea that you can't disseminate information completely and yeah. and and the way that it is oh, now. Yeah. There, thanks to emails, Facebook, Twitter, yeah. you know, like how ch- and how cheap it is to kind of get information oh, out yeah. there now. And there's no like back then it was CNN. Um, MSNBC, I think, exists. Fox hadn't yet. Um, I, I, I don't think it was early. Sure. It would have been early. I think, anyway. Or Fox was in its very infancy, yeah. like, if it was existing, so it didn't have, like, the power that it had even three years, two years later. Right. Um, and, you know, you had, so you had, then you had just the nightly news hours yeah. after that. And so you really just had CNN and then a couple hours a week of yeah. news that could get to more than a couple million people right, without exactly. having to spend billions of dollars yeah. on like direct mail or something like yeah. that or um the other thing that i i caught in that early report early news report uh that we just we've been hearing so much that, mm-hmm. that i had to come was uh somebody who uh somebody who was i can't remember if they were a proxy for the president or if they were against the like but somebody ended that news segment with let the american people decide yeah that the the idea is that like well, we shouldn't weigh in on this horrible scandal that just happened. We should just let the election play out. Yeah, yeah, because you know that not only because the electorate is always well informed and yeah, anyway, yeah. but um, but <laughs> and that a certain percentage of the population wouldn't just be okay with their leader yeah, raping a kid. Their guy, exactly. <laughs> like, I mean, which is terrifying to think, but I mean, that's, we've proven that. Like, that's one know. of the things too that, like, that again, like, not to drive this point home too too much, but like. As I'm watching this, the thing that I keep thinking is like, uh, like 
this would this would be too much effort now. Mm-hmm. Like you wouldn't need to pursue it for t- for the whole eleven days and yeah. constantly reinforce it and have footage and have like no, all you got to do now is have your guy yeah. go on TV and say it's happening. Yeah. And then even if there's a mountain of evidence that it isn't happening, yeah. like they're like that person's supporters yeah. will believe it. Yeah. And and this is not like just a Trump thing. Like obviously Trump like that's it happens with his mm-hmm. his fan base. But like I, I would say most people like I think the reason that Hillary Clinton was susceptible to uh to getting sabotaged in the way that she was is because she didn't elicit that kind of like mm-hmm. ferocious loyalty in people. Yeah. And so also, she never. Def- I mean, it's just, yeah, it's just, uh, playing a lot of, like, yeah, you know, whatever. But, but it also, I think it was because I think it had a lot to do with the fact that no one, she didn't defend herself. Yeah, like I, I hate to say, too. like, and she couldn't. It wasn't. It wasn't even just because. It's, I mean, it's but a, also any time that she got angry, rightfully so, almost every time, as much yeah. as I detest the woman. Um, but um, it is the fact that that's a bad pull quote. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> to test her, uh, to test Hillary Clinton for her politics and and everything right. else, and also for losing the election when she shouldn't have lost. But anyway, um, is the fact that like she couldn't defend herself because yeah. every time she got angry, oh, this was, was screeching woman and yeah, whatever exactly. the language that the fucking New York Times would use. Yeah. Like not like people that I mean not that the New York Times wasn't like weirdly out to like fucking get, prove to the rest of the world. That yeah. they were, anyway, but um, it, yeah, um, it is because it, it's interesting because it's like I I I try keep trying to go back and I'm like wh- what's the time period now that we've had like in the last three years this I mean it, it was before that but like just anything on fake for fake yeah. news can catch any Trump can lie about anything and it becomes for a certain segment of people it becomes a fact yeah it just becomes unprovable. On you know whatever yeah, the, Q, yeah. the fact that QAnon exists, this yeah. wild conspiracy that comes off of the literally the darkest fucking garbage areas of the internet, um, and they can just literally say anything, and they've been lying continually for the last like just two more weeks, just two more weeks, yeah. and every yeah. Trump will do this, Trump will do this, trust the plan, and yeah. you know uh, and everything like that is the fact that it's I. I the last three years, I can see something like this working. Oh, yeah. Absolutely, without a problem. I don't think they'd have to even put as much effort in. No, I think Trump no. would have to tweet it once, and then it would just become, for 20% of the public, it'd become fact. Yeah, absolutely. And that's, but, that's... but then I go, okay, during Obama's t- tenure, we didn't have, like, as bad of this. We had right. existed. But the right wing could still do anything they wanted to do about Obama's a Muslim, Obama, yeah, yeah. you know, is a, has a gay lover, um, you know, yeah. uh, Michelle is trans or whatever. Um, and, and then you go, okay, well, I guess it, I guess it could have been done that. And then you go to the Bush administration and you're like, well, you have the color coded charts and things yeah. like that. And you're like, God damn it. We're just generally horrible. It has nothing to yeah, do with the yeah, internet. Just, it has nothing to do with no. the lack of media, too much media. <laughs> It just no, and and no. That's it's, it's funny. I remember watching this at the time. The, like when I watched this at the time, the most far fetched element of it to me mm-hmm. uh, is something that now yeah. I have zero problem believing, which is uh, the way that they composited together the town in seconds. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like because it's like at, at the, the time, time it, at the time yeah. that seemed like lunacy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and and maybe there were some really expensive Hollywood computers that could have done that. But like it wasn't certainly was the not the fact a that thing they that, did it live yeah, while she was yeah, there yeah. and there was like um, you had the basic knowledge of how the yeah. how that shit works and you're like oh well that's not believable. Well, and the, I mean the other thing is that like in in the world where you could 
like bring yeah. all that to it would be you'd be using stock assets and so you wouldn't be typing code yeah. in yeah well that's be, always i mean like, they have to they can't just move a mouse yeah. and drag and drop something but um but so like that at the time that was the least believable thing in this movie yeah, to yeah. me and now it's like oh no i can do that on my phone on yeah, iMovie. yeah, yeah like yeah. i can li- like i if i can shoot something on a green screen yeah. i can literally in real time place yeah. them into an environment like on my phone and also the um, face you know the fact we can just change people's face uh, yeah oh my god i'm blanking on what it's called but anyway like we can change somebody's face and yeah yeah have them say words oh oh the deep fakes deep fakes yeah. there you go yeah, yeah yeah oh yeah and uh that's now but, you just do it with a bag of the one the one one thing that actually funny is because that actually um um i want to know if tostitos by the way was a product placement it w- was you that i had the conversation with this about it but like the fact that like um how ridiculous the product placements were back yeah. then. Um, I, no, it was actually, you know what it was? It was I was watching Twister, and oh, yeah. there's a scene where they they have to collect all these cans to add little things to the sensors oh, that yeah, go up in yeah, the tornado, yeah, yeah. and it was all Pepsi cans. And it's like this huge montage shot where they're doing all these things, and like my aunt just walks in and she's like, like they don't really do product placement like that anymore, do they? Like, it's obviously, you know, it's always more yeah, subtle. Yeah. It's not like, I, you know, weirdly enough, the other film that I watched was World War Z, nice. and there's the one shot, like, there's crazy product placement oh, yeah. in that film, but the one major shot was he's going into the the, the Who laboratory, yeah, oh, yeah. and the, the, <clears throat> the machine that he hits to call all, the, basically get all the zombies to come into yeah. one area is a, I think it's a Pepsi machine too. Nice. And it, so, but it's funny because it's like, I was watching this film and like the bag of Tostitos was just so blatantly, yeah, yeah. like not only because even back then they wouldn't use a bag of Tostitos, it would be a green or blue or, you yeah, know, like the basic. Yeah, it would be basic, a sleeve. Yeah, like it would be something. Yeah. And it certainly wouldn't be something that makes noise like a bag of Tostitos. Yeah, but it's, it's Although funny. to be fair, like it didn't matter if it made noise because uh, like they were faking all No, I know. It, but it's just one of those like, you know, in general they would have yeah. had, you know, uh, if if they could do that those yeah, things and yeah. that was but so it was just a blatant yeah like, yeah obviously it's a good joke and yeah, so it's yeah. a good joke it doesn't matter if it's yeah exactly. or not and it works it doesn't take you out of the scene but like there are a handful of shots yeah. in in this film that i'm like wow there is that weird time period where films even not huge action films i, I feel like it was just before people really understood mm-hmm. product placement yeah. and so like you didn't get called on it it didn't become a joke it was just like oh that's life that's like yeah that's like that's how you like now in order to be that blatant you have to do the like uh you have to go over the top (laughs) it has to be the the, make sure the label is placed and they really don't even do that anymore because they get that people are smart enough to notice when so they'll go for the subtle advertisement it's not it's only in films like oh god what was we're watching uh one of the really big action films. And the like, Michael Bay Transformers movies are, are oh yeah, notorious well, for them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there, there was another one where they literally are... Um, maybe it was actually Batman vs. Superman or one of those or something. Mm. But, like, it's a Scott... It's their, like, flying... Like, either a helicopter flying through uh, the scene, and it was, like, there's a big advertisement for it. But, there was... I mean... Oh, there was one recently It was, like, the Dunkin' Donuts sign got hit twice. And oh, it was, like, yeah. Dunkin' Donuts weirdly is... I think that was cover. Godzilla. Godzilla? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was, um, yeah. And Man of Steel had the, the Coke sign. Yeah. Like, which... Actually felt weirdly organic because mm-hmm. of the fact that it was like uh, it was an old town mm-hmm. and like so it was painted on the side of the building and the block. Yeah. But then he also they also had the thing where they crashed through the Sears. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was like the interior didn't look anything like a Sears because it was a fake storefront. Yeah. Um. And and it was 
I guess you could just buy it because it's like, oh, it's the Smallville series. Unlike Captain Marvel, which did Blockbuster. Yeah. Did a pretty pretty solid job of of replicating a Blockbuster. Yes, yeah. Um, You can actually smell the Blockbuster smell. Yeah. Yeah. Which now you can buy as deodorant, so. (laughs) That's Uh, an immediate turnoff. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, Speaking of that that scene, by the way, with the the Kirsten Dunst scene, Mm -hmm. uh, uh, first of all, I, I... my first thought when she was like talking about like her resume and her reel and her blah 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 <laughs> and like they had her sign the NDA and all this kind of stuff yeah. was like if she's a real actress how are you gonna get away with yeah. like because eventually she'll be in something and people recognize it. but then you looked at the actual footage and they did a good enough job of making it look like shitty grainy yeah, like yeah, yeah. SD news footage that you're yeah. like no that yeah. like even if somebody got like froze the screen yeah. on the the it, one shot of her face that yeah. was mostly clear yeah. you'd be able to be like no that's just it, it it is funny though because like i listened to and i i think literally i hate, hate the fact that we, i think we talked about it in the last episode yeah. for some reason um or not the last of the previous episode because the last episode was the um awards least, awards yeah. yeah um depending on when anything comes out um but um the fact like um there's uh i, I listened to not the alex jones show but i listened to uh knowledge really fight. knowledge find a really great podcast talking about it and obviously alex jones is like the number one uh perpetrator of the of the uh the false flag and yeah. and or um uh crisis actor um, idea like obviously it it was it was created before you know uh before he really embraced it um but the fact that he has kind of perpetrated that that myth when it comes to whatever else but it is it's just like actually having an action the the way that this lays out in the film like it just is it was it seemed like novel i think when it first came out like i remember being like oh my god like that's kind of scary and now it's like that's a joke. It's it's a yeah. joke. It's literally a joke. Yeah. It's a really really dark joke because right. nine times out of ten it means that like you know like the crisis actors that like mm-hmm. died in nine eleven like yeah. wait a minute like where did they go <laughs> like yeah where did, clearly like anyway but yeah uh, um, <laughs> the other thing I will say because uh, this movie is has a light touch mm-hmm. and uh, a very minor tweak could have made this a much darker film. Uh, yeah. Um, and I remember, like, I'd forgotten how it ended. And yeah. Spoilers, spoilers, spoilers for this 20-year-old movie. If you don't want to hear uh, the last, like, three minutes of the movie, then jump ahead five minutes in the review. Yeah. Uh, but throughout the movie, I just, I kept watching it and going, like, oh, there's no way Stanley survives this in, yeah. a, in a more contemporary movie. Yeah. And halfway through, I realized, like, oh, he's going to die in this yeah, one, yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, like, in the first chunk of the movie where you thought, like, this isn't that kind of movie yeah, and yeah. that he was going to make it out, mm-hmm. I was just like, wow, in a current movie, he would just, like, and, but ultimately, both in a more contemporary movie and also probably in real life, yeah. like, it's not just Stanley. Yeah. It's, like, Stanley, Schumann, yeah. that girl, yeah, and, yeah, yeah, like, the yeah. driver of the, no, you're not swearing in an illegal immigrant so yeah, that he, yeah. so that you can be like, oh, the guy who we illegally, fraudulently employed did, no, you, he, he would disappear and never come back. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. at, at, at worst case scenario, he'd be given $5,000 and, like, dropped on the other side of the border or something. Yeah. But, like, like, this, this really, it's funny because it's like, remember it actually was out when west wing was that but like this is the west wing version of like conspiracy theory yeah like no, everyone acts like relatively dignified yeah no one's like going that i mean like they're going horrible but they're they're going every every single thing that they like kind of per- try to push you go yeah 
It's yeah. it's like it's not like you know the modern day conspiracies where you have to go so fucking far yeah. necessarily. I mean now like you know I mean there we were talking I think in a, another thing about how um, or maybe it was just off off podcast mm-hmm. but um, um, not that anything in life is off podcast <laughs> but um, but the fact is it was like well, how you could make a Trump film and why yeah. there hasn't been a oh, Trump yeah, film. Yeah. Um, and I think it was part of this discussion is the fact that like thinking about the kind of war films of the two mm-hmm. thousands and and like they were like wait a minute like there wasn't actually that many like and there wasn't like there were some subtle ones but like yeah. no one made a film like W came out but that was like really late in yeah in career. Like, and by then Katrina had happened and and his approval rating was in the twenties yeah and yeah cared. and it was and but but it also like that didn't honestly portray him that horribly no um, that's true, I mean true. Oliver Stone it was in the long scale you actually kind of go oh holy shit there's part of Oliver Stone's drift towards fucking madness mm-hmm. like literally you know that. Oliver Stone's like granddaughter, granddaughter's uh, uh, godfather is, isn't it Vladimir Putin? Yeah, <laughs> like I so like I was his drift towards like fascism is like kind of shocking. Yeah, uh, because especially the guy that like the grand conspiracy. But again, like yeah. that whole conspiracy world has drifted no, that way. Like I mean, Alex that's... Jones has. Like he used to just be. I, he was never fun, but like he was no. a fun because yeah. he, he didn't have real world implications that he was causing at the time right, period exactly. in the early earlier two thousands. Um, and but but now you have that, and it's so it's just it's it's interesting because it's like you can't how far you'd have to go to make this film just unreal enough because this film is Wag the Dog is just real enough that you're like oh my god this could be a thing right like, the, the fact that like everything we talked about like yeah but. But like to make it, but in the '90s, I think it was just like, well, no one's gonna do that. Like, yeah, but it's yeah. a fun film, and we can yeah, we can yeah. joke about. It. It's a riff on the idea that like, oh, we just happened to have to bomb Iraq right as the impeachment trial exactly. for came out, or, and there's always something like and that. There, that and, and like one of the things that I think gave it a sense of like of grounding mm-hmm. to make it not less ridiculous, because like mm-hmm. like you said at the time, it seemed it seemed like an absurdist romp. Yeah. Uh, but but they grounded it in a believable reality on some level is yeah. the fact that they called back to Grenada. They yeah. called you know it's like no this is the thing we we yeah. always have done. Yeah. Like I did you know one thing we had uh, I did really like the the CIA like um, having um, oh Bill God. Macy. Yeah. Um, Macy come in not only was just yeah he's great he's yeah, always good in film but um but he but the fact that he, like the CIA is like what are you guys doing? <laughs> yeah. And like, it seemed like they're seen together. It seems like he kind of brought them over to the, um, to the other side. Mm-hmm. Um, but clearly, you know, but obviously as we, but then they basically they go to like, the other party and are like, can you give us a better deal? Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. And so, but it's, so it's interesting. It was just like, and when anyone tries to seal their game, yeah, you know, but yeah, exactly. Uh, another kind of interesting thing. And we like a lot of what we've been talking about is like, the, the nature of untruth and disinfo uh, in then and now. Um, the song, like the not not the good old shoe song, but the first yeah. song, the I mean, yeah. the We Guard Our American Border mm-hmm. song. Um, it's really fucking interesting. Uh, this plays directly into uh, Dustin Hoffman's thing that we don't remember the war, we remember the picture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, because that song, even in spite of the, I, I watched this movie once, I think, yeah, yeah. maybe twice. That song is one that has been like in my head yeah, 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 for twenty yeah. years. Yeah, I started humming it in my head when you mentioned and it. And 
I thought it was from Canadian Bacon. <laughs> so I'm like, you literally don't remember the fucking. It, war. Like it's so similar. It's so similar, uh, sadly, to a lot of the because not not even during during Bush, she had a lot of like uh, pro war songs. Yeah. But during during Trump's, you've had a lot of the really kind of sad part of the uh, country music scene try to suck up to Trump's base. Yeah. And not even talking about like the big names and like they they right. they stay out of they. They maybe don't stay actually stay out of politics, but they stay out of politics they, in they, so much they as they stay out of politics. Yeah. They don't attack Democrats; they attack New York City. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Or but just in general, they just don't. Their songs are essentially in politics yeah, because yeah. they're like talking about an America that doesn't fucking exist and never has. Um, but like they have. But like if you go to a Trump rally or if you go to like CPAC and things like that, yeah. they have these musicians that come on and like my God, that song. Like literally, you could just take that song and plop it into the rally. Yeah. It's so much. It's it. It makes me think of like Bob Roberts. Actually, that's, that's, yeah. the, what's funny. Um, in addition to the fact that it reminded me so much of the thing from from my from mm-hmm. uh, Canadian Bacon, you can take like there. There's literally a song in Bob Roberts that I can yeah. think of yeah. that like you could springboard like just tape two parts of them together. Yeah. yeah. And it would sound like It'd be like the full song. Like it's the the one. Um, the this world turns us back on God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm just like, no, you could like, it sounds like it could be yeah. the same song. So it it really does have that sense of like, this is what these things were at that point. Yeah. Like you know, um, and and again, Bob Roberts is one of these. Like it's very much like this. Uh, it's not quite so explicit about the manipulation of truth. Uh, it, it's a little bit more leading the audience to water. Yeah. Um, but uh. Uh, very like they these are these are like partner movies in a lot yeah. of ways. Um, yeah, I'm going through my notes. Two pages into my five pages of notes, the the bottom the last sentence on the page is Hoffman's character would absolutely be murdered at the end of this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sorry, I was just looking up at a review and I'm like, oh my god, like Empire. Uh, Empire magazines still exist. Yeah, um, as a website only. They're think, but... they're like type in the president of the United States is found having a quick shag, so a spin doctor stages a war to divert attention from the president's zipper. And I'm like, wow, that's a that's a terrible fucking like comparison yeah. to like the fact that like oh it's not no it's not him being Monica you yeah, know, going yeah. with uh thing it's him with a anyway yeah, but yeah. <laughs> but that was um, written in. 1999 yeah, or something. Yeah. So um, I guess that was what we did then. I think, um, by yeah. the way, my my favorite uh, my favorite interaction in this whole movie, uh, mm-hmm. just when when everything's going to shit and the plane crashes and mm-hmm. and he takes the little portable television and yeah. breaks it. Yeah. Uh, and and Sid goes, "What did television ever do to you?" And she just goes, "It destroyed the electoral process." <laughs> 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 and I'm like, "Fair, kind of right." Um. Uh, and, and in, in that, I think it was that scene or maybe the, shortly after, cause it's right next to my notes. Mm-hmm. Um, Hoffman has a, a, a monologue and he's like, because of the secrecy involved and the way he says it, yeah. it sounds exactly like in Lenny <laughs> when he's like, we all know what a Jew means. Yeah. One yeah. who killed our Lord. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm just like, man, there's a lot of Dustin Hoffman in that moment. Yeah. Uh, which that was one of my favorite line reads in Lenny, yeah, yeah. but like it just it, it it was so similar. I was like, okay, you gotta mention that. <laughs> um, and and the other thing that I like in that same window of time, which I think is probably when they're in the store and yeah. Schumann is about to try to go rape the farm girl. Um, 
the ad campaign inserts throughout this movie were like legitimately great filmmaking. Yeah. Like not just because they looked pr- like ad campaigns of that era, mm-hmm. but also because like the gag that started at the beginning of like how shitty they are real, like it, it seeds the big twist at the end of the movie in an organic way. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it also feels very much like Dustin Hoffman's character, just in the sense that as you're helping to shape who he is, the fact that he's just like, ah, he couldn't get somebody better to do this. Yeah. Um, like it feels so natural. Yeah. Um, and it also, it, it sets up, one of the big things at the end of the movie where because it is a lighter movie and I think most people wouldn't have expected uh, the way that it ended. Yeah. Uh, I think that it, it gives you this thing of like, no, there's not the easy out. Like the easy out I think that most people would see is like, why can't you just like, if he just wants the credit, why can't you give him credit for the ad camp? Like say he was secretly blah, blah. Yeah. It's like, but no, he fucking despises the ad campaign. So you can't give him credit for that bullshit because yeah. he wouldn't take it. Yeah. Um, and, and so like, there's that, like that, the way that they seeded that through the movie did a really effective and kind of quiet job of setting up the end. It's funny because it's like not, you know, I was one of the things like on this rewatch, um, Mm. one of the things I was noticing is like everyone has their weird level of integrity. Yeah. Um, which again, like goes back to the West wing thing. Like even the terrible people in West wing have a, own their own personal integrity that they, if they break, it's not like, it's not like you know the modern like the Benga- the guy the guys that investigated Benghazi who had yeah. no fucking interest in anything else. Like in the West Wing world, those people would be just as outraged at yeah. you know at uh, whatever else that Trump you know yeah. Trump did the thing. But those people don't exist. Like, yeah. but these people again, like which actually I think helps. As a, as a yeah. wise man once said, there are no Mr. Smiths in Washington. Mr. Smith has been bought. Yeah. <laughs> We're but gonna just pound in the Bob Roberts. Exactly. Yes. Um, but I. But the fact that the fact that like all of these people have like Dustin Hoffman basically, he clearly I I don't know if he he doesn't believe that they will kill him, mm-hmm. but everyone is very very clear that that will happen. They never say you will be fucking murdered if you yeah. keep down this line, but like he just keeps going even though I, I mean like, I, that's the only that's the only part of it where it's just like that's like well no clearly these he thinks that those people won't do it yeah and weirdly the Hollywood producer is the like most principled, yeah, you know, yeah. even though his principle is, I want credit for this. Yeah. Uh, because I deserve it. Um, <laughs> um, I, I think that, uh, I think that's one of the, the great things about kind of living in this fanciful, like, like he's the, like a West Wing inspired world yeah, yeah. where it's just like, no, like everybody is relatable. Yeah. Um, and also like it, it, it avoids the, th- like part of the reason that I think it's so hard to make movies now or about now yeah is and we talked a little bit off mic about the fact that like trump is so absurd that it's hard to satirize him and i think that because his base is so committed uh studios need to know that the script is a fucking masterpiece if it's if they're going to do that yeah um and so it's it's like that's a lot of things that you have to navigate um but i also think like accurately depicting the way that things are now Mm -hmm is really difficult because like you don't feel for the bad like the bad guys are into like there's no redeeming qualities to them Mm -hmm. like like and and this is true of people on either side of the political spectrum like there's just like there's like naked political political operatives whose entire goal in life is money and power 
Well, that, I and, think that that was one of the biggest faults of um, Veep. Um, yeah. Veep, right? Yeah. No, Vice. Vice. Oh, oh, oh. Veep is eh, whatever. Uh, that's a whole different kind of conversation. But um, but Vice, when because you're talking about real world, real world right. actual people, um, and the fact that like, yes, obviously, if you're gonna make a film, if for some reason you're gonna make a film, a biotype pick of Dick Cheney, you have to make him to some level personable, otherwise. No one wants to wants uh, an entire film about Lex Luthor. Yeah. You know, and and just him being absolutely horrible. You yeah. know, whatever. Even but even Lex Luthor is complicated. You know, we literally were having this conversation again. Yeah, well. yeah. Um, a different thing. But like talking about like why he's not just a one thing. But Dick Cheney throughout his entire fucking life has, has been, been one a one sided. Yeah one one goal thing basically to ruin this country for his personal profit and gain yeah and there's no you know he has he's never been he's never had a redeeming moment and yeah. even the like the few like they try to touch upon redeeming moments where it's like oh no what is he what wasn't is, he, he entirely was, terrible to his daughter when she came out he just was like, like personally fine with it because he doesn't really fucking care but then the moment that it became a political liability uh-huh. for some you know for his for his other daughter yeah. then boom it, it switched yeah. and and the fact that they don't really portray that other than just she's very angry at him yeah. Alison Pill right yeah it was yeah at, like she just like kind of disappears from the scene of the film and yeah. other than a couple cutaways of her watching yeah. TV with it with her I believe wife which um, is funny because and... I was actually thinking yesterday if they made this movie now mm-hmm. uh, you could still have De Niro and uh, and uh, Hoffman well, yeah, in the same roles yeah you can just de-age them a little bit but the Anne Heach character would absolutely be Alison Pill. Yeah, it should be perfect. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, it still probably could be uh, uh, like Anne Heach because she's one of those. Oh freaks. yeah, she has. Well, she's one of those freaks that hasn't one, aged yeah. yet ever, like, uh, and he's never had, as far as you can tell, at least. But honestly, either has had the like, best surgery imaginable, or just nothing. Because, yeah, but I believe I mean, nothing. <laughs> honestly, what, I think it's funny because of all the the like big stars and the like, yeah. she's probably the best piece of casting in this movie, mm-hmm. just because this doesn't feel like a role for her. Yeah. Like, and she, she does it, like, it's not the best role in the movie, but she does a great job. Yeah. And the fact that it's so, feel it feels so out of her wheelhouse. Yeah. I'm like, I want to know how that casting happened. Because it's just like, I don't know, like. Remember, though, she was huge right then. No, and I, and and that, she, I mean, she I had think just that, done the Harrison Ford, or yeah. was about to do the Harrison Ford movie. Yeah, yeah. Too, well, and, I mean, like, she was, it with, she was being taught, even though she had never really done anything huge, she was one of those actresses, kind of like Gwyneth Paltrow, other than yeah, being, like, the kind of the the cast castaway of uh the iron man series yeah. like never actually used in any way shape and form except kind of vaguely in iron man 3 but in a really lame way um that like dehumanized her even more than yeah. the entire series did but anyway <laughs> but like as much as i don't like her like paltrow personally yeah, i think yeah. that like it was offensive with the, the avengers series yeah, did yeah. um but uh, <laughs> Um, with their goddamn fucking singular obsession to make Iron Man the Jesus Christ figure. I think that... God think, forbid you have a fucking Mary Magdalene or something, I don't know what. I, like, I will say, though, like, I think I think the best the best thing to come out of the entire Iron Man franchise is all of those interviews where Gwyneth Paltrow clearly has no fucking idea. <laughs> like, like did you ever see the one where somebody asked her about her time on the Spider-Man movie and she yeah. literally was just, wait, I was in a Spider-Man movie? When? <laughs> It's like, yeah, the one you got, you were the stage with John Favreau and there was oh, a kid, okay. and she's like, oh, that was a Spider-Man. Oh, okay, <laughs> neat. Like, literally, that much does not give a shit. I, it, it's um, weird because again, I have zero respect for her because she's a terrible person uh, right. for her goop shit, um, and like, she's gonna get fucking there, people killed. Isn't her um, cousin? Um, 
her, co- yeah. her cousin was the guy was married to the guy who was on Behind the Bastards like three weeks yeah, ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I can't remember uh, the fucking WeWork guy. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That, yeah. But um, it is it is um, like <laughs> I do respect her complete. Like they don't they clearly don't care about me as a character. Yeah. And I don't think that they they know that they can't get rid of me. Yeah. Um, but they don't clearly don't want him to have have to dear God have someone you yeah. know to actually care about. But maybe we kind of have to. Oh shit! Well, let's give him a kid. Why not? Fuck it. Um, yeah. Maybe. Oh, maybe not though. Like because Iron Man two had that kid, but who was basically a fucking orphan three. or three. Sorry. And then like ah fuck him uh, until exactly the last film. We're just gonna have him stand fucking looking into the ocean for some reason. <laughs> and because um, he's aged like ten years, you nobody no knew idea who was. Remember, yeah, I remember yeah. talking to you about that yeah, yeah, at, yeah. on the podcast yeah, where yeah. I was like, I had to explain to you, I'm like, no, the only reason I know this is yeah. because like people went to see it early and then we're like, what the fuck was that kid? I think I um, assumed it was because it was like running through my head. I'm like, who would just be yeah, someone yeah. that age? And like, I'm like, really? Like, yeah. I mean, I guess there's no way you can identify him. I mean, you know I mean? But like. Unless you anyway. watch the Jurassic World movies, but. True. No, but uh, I mean, there, there's no way to identify him within oh, the context oh, oh, of the yeah, film of who he was. Yeah. You can't um, have him like he can't be like wearing the same T-shirt or something. Yeah, exactly. It wouldn't it's fit. Fucking funeral. <laughs> <You're yeah>. like, <laughs> <laughs> that'd be hilarious though. You're like, um, oh, we gotta give him the same T-shirt. People would remember. Um, but, but I will. Say, like, I, one of the things that I will give uh, Paltrow a lot of credit for. Yeah. Um, uh, one of the things I'll, I'll give Paltrow a lot of credit for, as much as I don't like her, is uh she tends to be very direct about shit like that yeah. in terms of the industry. Yeah. Uh, a few years back, somebody asked her basically, why are you doing Avengers movies? Yeah. And she said, because when I was famous, I was famous for like being the romantic lead in $30 million comedies uh, that would go on to make 200 billion and I yeah. would make money off the back end. Yeah. And now those movies don't exist anymore yeah. because like there's so many tent yeah. poles that we don't have theaters for them. Yeah. But I've always, I've, I, the, the, my long point yeah, with yeah. her was, uh, was the fact that I respect her, that she never in an interview did I ever get an idea. Like obviously I'm evidenced by the yeah, fact she doesn't yeah. remember, seemed to give a flying fuck about, <laughs> about the entire, this entire like $12 billion industry yeah. <laughs> over 10 years. She's like, this is a thing. Can I talk to you about the vaginal egg that we're selling? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, but <laughs> um, anyway, I, I, I will say it's funny. Um, like skating back to some of the, yeah. like, I'm just closing out my notes here just because I, there's a couple of things that I want to, um, the idea of believing women is obviously much more of a thing now as, as a cultural meme. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but it's also just a cultural meme that doesn't have any real meaning considering yeah. that we have a president who was elected in the face of multiple rape allegations, yeah, yeah, including yeah. some they, who were from... they just keep piling up. Yeah. We're at yeah. over 20 now. Um, and, and so like, it's one of those things where I'm like, I was watching this and I'm like, <laughs> you know what, you know what you couldn't do now? Yeah. Like you couldn't make this movie without commenting on that. Yeah. Like that's really all you, like that's the difference. Yeah. Like, because people expect you to have some kind of take on it. I mean, but it, it it's is all... good that they didn't because like it is everything that happened as horrible as it it's so separate from That's the actually... film. Like from everything, so it doesn't matter. It's like no, we're talking about the and the film is adamantly, which it's the only yeah. way I think it really No, absolutely. It, maybe it's not the only way, but it's the best way, best possible way I think that you can make this film, which mm-hmm. is you just it is it literally could be anything. It could be he was caught, you know, nudes of him came out. It could yeah. be anything that's embarrassing, but not like embarrassing, slightly illegal or illegal. But I not mean, clearly illegal. I'm not yeah. doing that, but like within the context of this film mm-hmm. and everything like that. Um, but like 
like basically as horrible as possible, but still not like there's there's technically no evidence like right. physical evidence of it and also happening. It's, it's not a crime of state so yeah. it's not something where congress would be immediately yeah. and fully yeah, involved yeah. Like, yeah uh actually that's one of the notes i had here yeah. is that like at the time i remember thinking that it was like a direct frontal assault on clinton mm-hmm. because they used that shot of her looking like monica Lewinsky yeah, in every yeah. fucking trailer yeah um so i remember going into it thinking that it was very clinton um but the sense of history in terms of, again, the Grenada thing and all that yeah. kind of, um, and the lack of focus on the sex scandal especially, yeah. where it's like, basically it gets mentioned and then mm-hmm. almost never mentioned again. Yeah. There's no specifics. We don't know the girl's name. There's not really any more developments. Yeah. It's not like, nothing, nothing gets worse on that end. The only right. thing that ends up like causing more things to happen is like, it gets confirmed that Albania isn't under war. It yeah, gets yeah. this thing, you know, like the their their conspiracy that they're building ends up falling apart. Yeah, it starts to fall apart. Which is as they do, like that's yeah. uh, what conspiracies I mean, the, the do. Funny thing and then is, you just add on to things. In the nineties, yeah, probably it wouldn't have fallen apart this fast because like information didn't travel the same way. Um, I mean, I think I, I mean I think since they're the idea that like Albania is in war, mm-hmm. it's relatively easy to fact check it, and you have people that are still trustworthy. Yeah. Tom Brokaw goes on one flight, or whoever you know, yeah, rather yeah. goes on one flight over. There. Obviously, all of them would be flying over there right away. Yeah. So you really only have like a twelve-hour time period at which the initial lie works. Yeah, that they go over there and go, nothing's fucking happening. It yeah, is peaceful, yeah. and you have people and whatever like just going to the movies or doing whatever. Um, nothing changes. That lie falls apart, which then you immediately have to add to it. That's true. So, I kind of forgot that back then we used to have money in journalism. You yeah, fly well, someplace. Other than Anderson Cooper, <laughs> the only person that flies yeah, in. Yeah. Um, but um, um, but the fact he just has his private plane from the Vanderbilt fortune. There you go. But anyway, no. <laughs> um, um, but uh, but yeah. So like I that is one of the like one of the interesting things about this is trying to look at it in the the, the context of now. The fact that like you're like you said like. 15 seconds after the initial thing somebody would be like tweeting and being like hey i'm in the city that they're talking about nothing's happening and so it would be it would be a much more partisan and much more like conspiracy thing where it would be like it it would be the president supporters all saying like well he said it so it's true yeah yeah. and everybody who's out for their tweeting that nothing's happening they're all bots that are working for the opposite you know yeah there'd still be today there'd still be 25 percent that would believe it no matter what and whatever but like back then you could get it down to you know you probably have still have five percent that are like no that he said there or there we i believe this this thing or whatever um, you know, like people who believe the initial back when, um, Oklahoma city happened and there was people that believe this initial, um, report that there was, uh, basically Arabs in the area yeah, and yeah. things like that. And like literally had never been proven, never anything. It was yeah. just one of those initial reports are always wrong, basically yeah, yeah. always wrong. And you always hear about multiple shooters and there's almost always just one shooter. Yeah. Like things like that. Like, was it, uh, on the media has like a guide that you can kind of go through. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, by but the fact is that, like, back then, like, yeah, you would just need to have one of those, like, respected figures over there and be like, just fly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, the only other kind of big thing that I have in my notes in terms of, like, oh, this is a bad, like, one of the, like, the mistakes. That, and obviously this is necessary for the way that the story ended, mm-hmm. um, is that once you're this deep in, there is no reason that you would find a random soldier whose name was Schumann mm-hmm. and just bring him to you and hope yeah. Yeah, yeah. that 
you could convince him yeah. to lie. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's like, no, you would just cast him like you cast the Albanian girl. Yeah. And, like... Make a service record for him. As, and... Well, and especially because you're fabricating service records for the 303 anyway. Uh, yeah. Like, you're you're inventing this fake, you know. Yeah. It's like, no, you would, you would just cast him. Because, like, if you cast him, then you can control who it is, how yeah, he responds yeah. to things, yeah. what he says. You can have him rub his own meat on his fucking hand so the dog comes in. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Um, although the thing with the dog was, like, just fucking priceless at the end. Um, uh, but on the other side of the other side of like, well, that was not believable because you're like, no, they wouldn't. That's the thing they wouldn't do. Um, the, the other side of it that was really believable is the fact that like you get to like the third of the way through. And when the CIA talks to Neil, we don't know what that conversation looked like, but clearly Neil now knows that it's bullshit. Yeah. He doesn't say that it's bullshit on the, like the other party is invested yeah. in the bullshit yeah. to the extent that, and I'm just like, that feels really fucking real. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. like that's, if there's anything good about Trump, it's the fact that like he doesn't give a shit about anybody but himself. So in a case like that, he would be the first person to be like, no, it was a lie. Yeah, yeah. Because like he would only see the six inches in front of his face where it could benefit him. Yeah. Um, but like the like the way the system is structured. Like, no, the opposition party would almost certainly not out this yeah. because they'd be like, well, we don't know what – like, we don't know who inside of the intelligence apparatus is doing this and what they will do to prove yeah. – like, because that's the – like, the, the one thing that I kept waiting for to happen that, again, didn't happen because it's not that kind of movie mm-hmm. is, like – blow up a fucking suitcase bombs like yeah. like not not even necessarily need like casualties but mm-hmm. it's like no you just like you blow up a bomb somewhere yeah. like instead of pretending the bomb was blown up like blow up a bomb somewhere so there's a crater when people go to look yeah and like that's you yeah. know but that's i mean that's the mod like those are the yeah, yeah there's just been a dozen of those films yeah. like I think Mission Impossible, one of them was uh, was a false fly, like one of those fake things. Yeah, I think so. Like you always have some rogue CIA agent or something yeah. like that. They're just like, no, we have to do this to. Oh my fucking god! Um, live well, actually, free and die hard. Well, not not even just live free or die hard, but um, I mean, fucking, this was actually um around the same time as Long Kiss Goodnight. Oh yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Actually, that was the entire, almost the entire plot of the movie. Was, Directed by the guy who did Iron Man three, right? Uh, like, Shane Black, yeah. written by. Oh, was, written by. Yeah, 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 yeah written yeah. by, not directed. Um, um, yeah, it was before he was directing for some yeah. reason. Um, but, but when when okay, you can make you can write films, action films, okay, but just don't direct them. Um, I, 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 I'll give him kiss, kiss, bang, bang. Oh yeah, I forgot he directed that too. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. Um, Anyway, but yeah, you're yeah, right. Yeah. Kiss, 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 bang, bang is a really good example yeah, of that yes. kind of. Which, uh, um, if you want to hear us talk about that film more, uh, you can listen to our uh, "Is Die Hard a Christmas Movie?" That's uh, right. Episode yeah. where I go, eh, yeah, it is. But also, the only other one that I can think of, I think, was "Long Kiss Goodnight," which was yeah. close enough, at least. Yeah, and and and, and kiss, kiss, bang, bang, also because yes. it's a Shane Black movie. Yes. I mean, and again, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah. we talked about it at the time. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah, like Shane, all yeah. things Shane Black, he just sets stuff. Yeah. And actually, like I don't find that as a trope like it's one of those things where it doesn't hurt anything Mm -hmm. but like he's right in the sense that like it gives you a lot of cool Mm -hmm. cinematography because like there's the contrast of the snow against the nighttime there's the lights there's all that like all of this kind of cool background crap so you don't have to figure out set design it's just like oh no it's christmas yeah it's Um, it probably actually saves a ton of like you literally just hire some like random like 
mom or suburban mom well, to like decorate the sets like, because it's like oh it's christmas stuff yeah, it's like you just hire the guys <laughs> who like do it at the mall and are like <laughs> exactly. no we need it to look like a fucking mall at christmas okay yeah. it's weird though how those films are so often released in summer though that's the thing i, I never understood but ah uh, yeah I mean, Shazam came out in February. Oh yeah, I think. Oh, okay, no, I was. Or well, maybe I'm thinking. I was just thinking of Die Hard. Die Hard yeah, Die Hard. Die. I don't know. Die Hard too. I don't know. Electric Blue. Yeah. I don't know when the second one, or I don't know when Die Hard originally came out. I assume that by the time you get to the second one, it was a summer blockbuster. So. Yeah, it was, yeah, yeah. Anyway, you, that's. You, you know, by the way, the Electric Boogaloo thing unfortunately has been taken over by the. Oh yes, because the Boog- electric Nazi because yeah, Bo- Boogaloo yeah. two is the second Civil War, so yeah. yes, it's unfortunate. I caught myself. I've been catching myself saying that, and I'm like, God fucking damn it, they ruin everything. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I I I didn't learn about that until after I had yeah. already taught the joke to Daniel. So. <laughs> like, like great, your, your son now is going to school, and everyone thinks he's a, his dad is a fucking. <laughs> Uh, I'm sure I, I can't even imagine what, what the teachers think. A three percenter. Anyway. Yes, I know. Really. Charlie, Charlie, uh, we we had to do a poster for her school today, and it was like like all about me. And yeah. so like we printed out these little stickers and we put them on the thing, and um, it was like, what do you want? Like, what do you want it to be? Like, and it was like a couple of TV shows and some places that we'd gone and yeah, pictures yeah. with her sister and stuff. And then she was like. At some point, she's like, I want Superman. I'm like, okay, fine. Yeah. And, like, I was, like, going through pictures of Superman. Mm-hmm. And I was like, which one? You want this one? You want this one? She's like, no, the one, you, the, your Superman. Your Superman. And I'm like, what? And it, no, she wanted, there was a picture of me and Brandon Routh from fucking Comic-Con last year. Um, and, and, like, when, when Crisis yeah, started and yeah. he was in the suit again, yeah. I showed her yeah. that a picture of him in the suit and she's like is that really superman i was like yeah hey look at this guy that's he's look he's a real guy that's a person like he's not a cartoon he's you know and, <laughs> and so i showed her the picture of me and brandon and and so now she's like she thinks that i know superman yeah. but specifically like she wants that <laughs> so it's like <laughs> my immediate thought was of like what mullet superman like from uh the, the, the there's a statue exactly there, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and i'm like oh okay i mean that i don't know how many people like maybe the teachers of a certain age would remember yeah you're like oh that's interesting but like they'd have to be like you'd have to be a comic book fan yeah. to some level to remember like the difference between that superman and that superman yeah, you know yeah. like i'm pointing to different pointing to, in his room we're in statue. we're in my office so there are multiple yes. statues of superman because yes. that's that's just how because, i roll because uh um, russ believes in a in a false god exactly, exactly. <laughs> did i tell you the other day um the uh, this is like my third superman as a christ reference in like the last true. like true. 72 hours it's also like our 19th digression exactly uh, yes. i only got about 10 minutes left before we gotta oh, go get the yeah. kids off the bus but yeah. um Maybe I was with you. No, I don't think so. I was at Target the other day, mm-hmm. and you know those those kids' toys that are popular now with the sequins that you flip, and it's like one color on one side and one color on the other. There was a uh, they had a cow, and it was a black cow. But when you flip the sequins the other way, it, they were gold. Yeah. So Target is actually selling a little beanie baby golden calf. Yeah. Um, <laughs> That you can that you can buy for seven ninety nine, yeah. and I, I just I took a picture of it and I just tweeted out like holy shit movie is real. <laughs> um, uh, hopefully hopefully Kevin gets residuals. Yeah right. Uh, <laughs> or I guess whoever wrote the Bible gets residuals technically, but <laughs> or the most the Moses portion. Yeah. I'm sure there's a is, is there a uh, writers guild for biblical writers? 
<laughs> it's a solid. I mean, technically, technically, I feel like this is a that's a, a really esoteric. Like, if I was if I went to Bible camp, that'd be the sort of like, oh, let's have a fun summer yeah. skit. And be like, no, 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 Zach's doing a skit about the Bible Guild, <laughs> like <laughs> Bible Writers Guild. <laughs> be like, well, we got Moses and Paul, and or I guess Paul and Joseph, and yeah. I forget. I don't know who the fuck wrote. Them. I mean, the the great thing is that uh, who the te- fuck was the one that was like kicked out of the Bible? Uh, the problem is I'm Catholic, so yeah, the, yeah, it, yeah, the, yeah. like our Bible, it yeah, like has. Yeah, the, have some the, secret portions. Yeah, you get you the know. apocrypha. That, like, the, um, You're like, oh, we can't talk about that one because it talks about Mary Magdalene yeah, too much. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> Great. Now I want to. What, what I don't know what por- how I don't know what be- to do. Why well, would that yeah, be a that's... bit? It'd be like a good. There was a, that was that book a while ago or lo- not a while ago, a long time ago about um, Jesus is like half brother. Oh, you you're talking about Lamb? Yes. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. It was his. Uh, the Gospel According to Biff, Christ's Childhood Friend. Oh, um, okay, okay. And the only reason I remember that distinctly, there's actually there's a copy, like ten feet from here, that's signed. Oh my god. Um, because I it was Callie's favorite book when we first started dating, yeah. so that was my first Christmas present to her was, <laughs> awesome. and it was like there was a version of that mm-hmm. book that they released to look like the Bible. Yeah, yeah, and I remember. That's yeah. the that's the version we have out there. Um, anyway. But yeah, uh, of digression. I mean, technically God is, is uh, if you're in the world of the Bible and we're not going to get into the, the questions involved here, but if you're, if you, be, if you believe yeah. then technically God is alive, so he could join the guild. So, I mean, I don't know how you would get dues. Um, <laughs> I feel like this would be the weirdest fucking BuzzFeed article ever. <laughs> I mean, like I called up the writer's guild and be like, okay, so I just have a premise here. <laughs> I mean, like, they'd be like, what? <laughs> be like back when we, we will were... not comment on this. <laughs> it was back, like back when I was in Rockland and I was doing, when I was doing my internship, we had this wanted poster that I did for an issue of wizard. That was yeah. all the crimes the Punisher had committed. Yeah. And yes. yeah. I, I called the New York state trooper barracks to be like, okay, so technically is it murder like this is self-defense, but yeah. it's only self-defense because they shot first. Like technically, he's trespassing, and they're like, "What are you doing again? <laughs> are you trying to get away with something? Yeah, or what yeah. are you doing here?" Like, <laughs> uh, so yeah, that was. Um, any any other final thoughts on Wagner? I mean, this is certainly it, it's it's a movie that has held up a lot better yeah. than I expect. Like yeah. I expected this to be like primary yeah. colors, yeah. where I rewatched it and I was just like. Oh, silly 1990s. Yeah, yeah. Um, it, it's it's funny because it's like it it, it certainly is more innocent. Um, yeah. Although, but again, it I think it once once you kind of put it in the context of like this is West Wing for conspiracy. Yeah. Like yeah. like, and like once I kind of even thought about it that way, it like oh okay well it, then it's it's fine. It's yeah. just like obviously Aaron Sorkin didn't write it or anything. Right. Like that, right. But like you know it but is it's within, Mammoth, so it's pretty much the same thing. <laughs> yeah, with a lot more swearing. Um, but um, but like the fact like that like the fact that it holds up perfect like relatively perfectly yeah. and and it I think actually speaks less for the film and more for our times. Yeah, but, well, fact, I, not even our times. I will say, say one of the notes I had in here that I didn't bother because like my my notes were all over the place and I didn't yeah. go through them in sequence was uh, actually that's not true. My notes are in sequence and we didn't yeah, <laughs> we yeah, talk yeah, all. Yeah, yeah. But uh, is, is the fact that the the big difference I think between now and then. Mm-hmm. Uh, is that the propaganda machine that we see, mm-hmm. like springing into action in the case of an emergency, yeah. like emergency, yeah. uh, in this movie, is just going all the time now. Yeah, like yeah. this isn't a thing that happens when we go to war. This isn't a thing that happens when the president is in a crisis. Yeah. This is like no, this is just how we do everything all Pres- the time. Literally, now. the president tweets basically anything, 
and this goes for you know this, this is not yeah and again it's like it's, it's easy accelerated to accelerated in, in Trump yeah, but it, I mean like even Obama like right that we all know that oh crap I mean he I can't think of anything off the top of my head that's like that was rightfully like oh crap he said this and everyone yeah, should go yeah. nuts on um because whatever he was one of the more boring people um it's at least within the scale of of bush and and trump i mean yeah. for fuck's sake but like the fact is that like even then like you had this entire you had uh the trump uh but uh obama would say something and then the right would twist it in a certain way or do or talk about it in a certain way mm-hmm. and then obama's people would go on msnbc and cnn and talk about it and defend it even yeah. if it didn't need defending it was this yeah. whole cycle that went in and you'd have people you know like um like the characters you see in this movie kind mm-hmm. of kind of jump in and you know then get eaten alive sometime you know whatever like yeah. throw van jones under the bus and he turns into a fucking swamp creature um defending trump and yeah. hanging anyway but <laughs> that's a side another yeah that's a side note of side notes but yeah no i mean uh it, it, if you haven't seen this film for god's sakes I, I definitely think you should see it unfortunately it's not on any it's not streaming, streaming free anywhere. anywhere. You can, I mean, you can, you can buy it anywhere. It. Yeah, you can or rent, you can rent thing, it. Whatever. Um, it's certainly worth it. It's it's a two ninety rent two ninety nine rental. Yeah. I think it's worth it. It's yeah. Ten bucks. Um, if you think you're gonna like it, if you like, yeah. then you just buy it. But yeah, but, uh, I I just bought it. I again, I haven't watched yes, it. In I, I did years, too. So that was probably was a, like, a silly decision. But, but like it, it it's the kind of, like I remember really really liking it. Mm-hmm. I know I owned the DVD at some point. Uh, I know I still do, but um, it was literally my level of laziness of being. Yeah, I did buy it. And then I don't have to connect the DVD player. But, uh, but yeah, certainly certainly watch it because it actually does hold up. And, and also I think that it adds, if you've actually seen it and it's, you've seen it recently, it adds a level of depth to the whole, oh, this is the president wagging the dog. And yeah, like, yeah. I get that it's a generalized phrase and it, it exists before this movie exists. Right. But everyone's referencing this movie and that's not anyway. But. Yeah. Um, I, I will say that one of the great things uh, in this movie is seeing De Niro mm-hmm. as an older yeah. actor, but not yet as a hack. Yeah. Like, yeah. so much of what we've seen from De Niro in the last 20 years has just been garbage. Him playing and, De Niro, just like Pacino, just, yeah, like, yeah. just like most of the Scorsese generation um, of of actors that, yeah. But it's funny, because you even see some of the, like, the really De Niro stuff, like uh, the, the, the beard scratch, yeah, when yeah. he's trying to thoughtfully scratch his beard, and, and usually with a wry smile, uh, which was a thing that he did 48 times a minute in the Meet the Parents series. Yeah. Um, it, you, you see that gets some mileage here and it's actually, first of all, he doesn't do it a lot. Mm-hmm. And when he does it, it's used really well. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, that's a weird little tick yeah. that I've only ever really seen De Niro do. Mm-hmm. But like in the context of this movie, he used it really yeah. well. And it's, it's like, I, I also think not just the actors at, at their prom, like at the literally like kind of the last peak. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure that there's other films that they did, but Barry Levinson too. Like this is one of yeah. Barry Levinson. Like this is one of his best films. I think films. the next time Levinson worked together with Hoffman, they did that, uh, good, good luck harry good night harry whatever the fuck the thing yeah. was that nobody watched yeah um but i mean like it's it's just funny because it's like i think most people if they know of barry levinson is uh, of men in black yeah and which was a fantastic goddamn film it still holds up yeah uh, across the board um but the problem is is then after that it's really he, too bad that movie has never made money i know right it's it's yeah it's weird because i i know personally i <laughs> i went to see it like tw- two or three times in, in theaters and then i bought it at least once and yeah. i know i bought the soundtrack um but um <laughs> um but uh the fact that like this is like why you know barry levinson's name yeah, like yeah. this is the type of film um yeah. i mean there's a lot of other w- films that are i would say better barry levinson films right um 
not necessarily better films, but just better, like, oh, if you're looking for a Barry Levinson film, yeah, these yeah. are better examples, like, whether you go into, like, the homicide life on the streets, like, yeah. TV show is, uh, he produced and, and directed a bunch of episodes, I think he I did, think so. he must have, um, but, but, like, things like that, like, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so, check it out, I mean, again, it's, we've spoiled lightly, but again, this is not a movie where the plot is especially, like, it's one of those things where you can pretty much, at the start of the movie, know where most of the story's mm. gonna go, and it's really just a question of how you get there. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of cool execution stuff. It's fun anytime you watch movies from the late 90s where we're starting to see computers, but they aren't part of our life yet, day-to-day, yeah. uh, where you can always watch and be like, oh, well, nowadays, when they digitally aged yeah. that old that record to make it look like it come out yeah. in the 30s that wouldn't fly anymore because the crazy people who catalog vinyl would immediately be on the internet yeah. saying this well like, I mean, yeah. also uh, this film the the late 90s were a great time period where cell phones and like that sort of technology yeah, and the yeah. internet existed but no one really knew how to use it yeah in a real way and also it didn't work reliably so as opposed to like every horror film that has to you have to figure out in every horror film how you take how you out take the cell away. phone how do you take yeah. away the cell phone so they can't call for help like this, like no, really, they just literally went two miles outside of town, and yeah, cell phones exactly. just don't work. Like and, so, like it's and that it's, doesn't feel like a bit in this movie. It just yeah. feels like the thing that happened yeah, yeah, all the time. Yeah, yeah, then. like the yeah. satellite phone going out over, yeah, yeah. Uh, over the when they're going over the plane. Like that, yeah, that's something exactly. that happened. Anyone who used a phone on a plane back then not only is a fucking egregious asshole, you should not be fucking using your phone on a plane, but uh, talking to somebody. But anyway, but like it, it would cut out. It just would happen. Yeah. So anyway, that's a weird way to end it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks everybody yes. for listening. We're going to go get the kids off the bus, but uh, uh, wow, we sound even more like a couple than usual. I was about to say, um, also that sounds like you're taking like a reverse, uh, like a dump. Yeah, <laughs> like, uh, we're going to drop the kids off the bus. <laughs> but uh, thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, we'll be, uh, or, Be back by noon on the fifth day for more from Emerald City Video, and always remember to rewind your cassettes.